Welcome to the next podcast of millinery.info. This episode is with Sarah Marshall of John Boyd Hats in London. We'd like to thank our supporters of this podcast, Louise McDonald Milliner and the Essential Hat. Thank you, Sarah, for welcome, welcoming us into the John Boyd workroom today. It's a pleasure. Thank you. <laughs> um, and I thought we'd start with, how did you come to be a milliner? <laughs> oh, okay, well... It was a bit of luck, I think, probably. I did a degree in design, but I was doing quite a lot of textile sculptural things with that. Um, and then I moved back to my mum and dad's, which was near the milliner Jane Corbett, who yes. you might know. Yes, exactly. So I worked with her, did a kind of apprenticeship with her, and then she couldn't really afford to keep, keep me on. So she used to work for John Boyd years before, and she heard somebody was leaving. So she said, oh, why don't you go up to London and introduce yourself and see if you can get a job? So then I ended up coming into here and then carrying on training really with Mr Boyd. And then from there onwards, I've been here about 14 years, I think. Oh, wonderful. So, and various courses as well. But yeah, kind of luck in the first place. <laughs> Absolutely. And what was the best part of learning from Jane and then from Mr Boyd? Well... I think it's so nice when you work with different milliners because you get to see completely different styles and it's a good kind of um, introduction into different things. So I, I love working with Jane. She's like really does like loads of beadwork and kind of really intricate detail, which is really fascinating and that's really her style. Um, and then coming to Mr Boyd, he is more about the line of the hat. So not so much the detail, but more like the angle that it's worn or the... <laughs> the kind of shape it makes around your face that kind of thing so I think it's just lovely because it, it gives you a starting block for thinking about your own designs and then incorporating different bits you are now the are you the owner I am the owner yes, yes the owner of Which John is, Boyd hat yeah it's a huge honor and a big responsibility to kind of keep this wonderful brand going so yeah so I worked with Mr Boyd for about 13 14 years and worked alongside him, first of all trained by him, and then working with him, and then running the workroom later on and, and the showroom as the manager. And then obviously he died in February this year, which is ever so sad, and we miss him greatly because he was a wonderful, wonderful character. Um, but yeah, then uh, amazingly, like he left me the business, which was just an incredible surprise and honour and overwhelming, really. Yeah. And since then, I've just been kind of trying to figure out figure out what to do, really, and <laughs> how to do it, because it's, you know, I want to make sure it, it stays a big success. It's a very well-established, well-loved brand, so Absolutely. I need to you know, do him proud, I suppose, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. And in that time, that, so when you first started to, um, when you've taken over, how yeah. did the business change in that time? Actually, it's changed loads. Um, so when I first started, we were really flat out making orders all the time so the ladies would come in with their dresses and we'd spend time with them in the shop trying on different hats and then take an order and then make it to order for them so specifically for like ascot and weddings we were completely all orders and then over the years it's really gone towards off the peg which mm -hmm. is quite surprising but I think people are shopping in a different way they want that kind of instant gratification to come mm -hmm. in and find something beautiful and put it in a box and take it home with them um, either that or maybe people are just leaving things to the last minute now uh, you know waiting to see what the weather's like or something so now we have many more people just coming in at the last minute, kind of buying off the peg. We still do orders, as you can see on my 
audible yes. behind me, but um, much less than we used to. And would the, the orders be more likely long standing customers who have always ordered, or are they uh, getting some new people? We do to have the new people as well. We're very lucky, we do still have lots of new people. Um, I would say most of the orders nowadays are for mothers of the bride, so it's a really big occasion for them. Their daughter's getting married, they're maybe having an outfit made. They want to be just dressed perfectly so they get something a bit more special perhaps they want it to look like it's been made to go with their outfit i think that's part of it so that's probably the main made to measure things these days yes yeah. and are those the key events for you ascot and yeah absolutely weddings? yeah we're so seasonal it's still weddings and ascot are the main thing yeah. really i mean we have a few ladies who wear hats every day <laughs> special ladies that just <laughs> look amazing and just always wear hats um, and we do a little bit in the winter but not so much really something I'd like to go into a bit more winter hats but I don't think there's still not that many weddings in the winter and people don't wear hats every day as much so you know when Mr Boyd started uh, you wouldn't leave the house without a hat so Absolutely not. Completely, <laughs> different, completely different world yeah and what was his um philosophy in terms of approach to um making a hat and producing a producing a collection <laughs> well he always had a kind of motto which was um, the face dictates the hat so he made for each individual woman so he never followed fashion it was more about bringing out the beauty in the woman so you know for example he has a classic hat which we still make that's called the rose beret and it's a hat that we've been making since he started in the 1940s and it's a little tiny perchy beret usually covered in black velvet and it has a big beautiful bright pink fuchsia rose which is placed just by your right eye with a petal and he used to put the petal right underneath into the petersham and stitch it in and then it has a little black veil and the idea is that the beautiful pink rose that stands out against the black velvet draws all the attention to the woman's eyes so it's kind of like a, a, a little philosophy. trick that just kind of so it's not about the hat it's about the wearer which i i think is just lovely and something we try and do now you know we, we want to make hats for everybody not just like models you know so and how do you, how have you taken i guess those philosophies and transformed them to create i guess your own little fingerprint in this john yeah. boyd name well i'm really lucky because i really understood Mr Boyd and really admired him and his style so and you know having worked with him such a long time I think my style has morphed <laughs> quite in, into his a little bit but at the same time he always gave us loads of freedom to design as well even when he was alive we were designing our own things here to sell under his name which is a fantastic opportunity so yeah definitely I like to think about the wearer and how they feel in the hat. I'd never try and push someone into a hat they don't feel comfortable in because if you don't enjoy it you're not going to stand well or look happy, you're going to look awkward and shy and that's not great. I guess like probably trying to bring in a few more modern things like Mr Boyd did a lot with straw and felt and we're using like maybe some more crin and cinema slightly more modern. I mean they're not modern materials exactly are they <laughs> no but um, <laughs> maybe sharper lines uh, you know cinema uh, blocked on the cross um that kind of thing which he wouldn't have used so much but I don't know I still love using all the beautiful old materials as well so it's just yeah it's just developing as it goes I would say and it's only been fairly recent obviously that I've taken over so now it's quite a it's quite nerve-wracking if I'm honest because it is a big responsibility even though I mean he he was making hats till the end but and I've kind of been 
running it and in charge, but under his, under his name. So now it it feels very exposed, and it's just <laughs> me doing it. I yes. don't know. Does that make sense? Yes. So do you have a, a team that are around you to help make? I do. Yes, we've got a nice little team. So there's three of us together working here. And we all get on really well, it's lovely. It's a really happy workroom, which is one thing Mr Boyd was always keen on as well, having a happy workroom. Yes. It can be quite stressful, you know, at times when you've got orders to finish and customers coming in, but we all get on really well. It's a really nice place to be. So And you've got really the um you've got a showroom space and also the workroom space together. How do you find yes. that works together is Well it's actually brilliant and I think it's fairly unusual so basically we can work all the time here in the workroom and then when a customer comes in one of us will go out to see them um, and spend time with them talking about their the occasion and their outfit and their face shape personality everything really that goes into the hat um, and so they get a really good experience because they're seeing an actual milliner so we can really t say to them oh this hat would look lovely on you but you, you need the brim a little bit smaller here and I think a flower would be better than a bow so because we're making the hats as well, they get a really good service in that, in that way. I think we're not shop assistants, you know, we're, we're really knowing what we're talking about. And then from our side of things, it's lovely because it gives us new ideas for hats. So you meet somebody and you think, oh, actually, we haven't quite got the thing they need. They need something a bit more like this and then come back and design it. But so. we could have that for them. Yeah, exactly. Yes. So come back and make something. Yeah. And do you produce, are you making them all within the shop or do you yeah. outsource some bits and pieces? No, we do absolutely everything here. So we even dye everything to match in, in here. So yeah, very much made for Very made all for in one service. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So since February, how yeah. did you go? How was your first Ascot? How did, how was that all? It was mad. <laughs> <laughs> it was really busy. It was wonderful. Yeah. And I, it was really touching as well because so many people came in to say how sorry they were that he died and how wonderful it is that we're carrying on. And yeah, it, it really gave me a big boost to think, um, you know, I've just got to do this and make sure it works because there's all these wonderful customers who've been so loyal and who love the brand. And, and I, I know them now as well. And, of course, and, you know, it's, not, come, it's not necessarily your first ask by any means. No, but it did feel different, obviously, the first one without Mr Boyd. Um, but it was good, it was really busy, which was nice, and we kind of kept thinking, oh, he'd love this, and, you know, like, oh, wouldn't he be pleased? <laughs> so, yeah, it's nice. Yeah. And he lived, he had a house in, was it in Brighton, in Brighton as well, that he was, did he live down there most of the time, or how did he? Yes, he lived there, well, in his later years, he lived there all the time, and then commuted to London. Oh, wow. Yeah, <laughs> once a week, to the hat shop. Um, and he'd come in with a funny little bag that he'd open up and out would come all these hats that he'd be making in Brighton. You wouldn't believe it, they were all squashed in this little bag. He'd come out with some beautiful thing that he'd made. But yeah, he was amazing. <laughs> Inspiring person. Yeah. Um, do you sit down and design a collection or are you just constantly adding to a summer collection as, you, as you're going? We basically make the collection in the winter. So um, it isn't necessarily designed in all, all in one go because it kind of develops as, as we're going, but it is pretty much all made in the winter months so that by the time the spring comes around we've got lots of lovely new hats to show off and do a photo shoot and that kind of thing yeah so at the moment we're just kind of starting to think about colors and styles and that kind of thing getting inspired I like to look at materials and see you know what how they move how they drape the textures that kind of thing 
So when you're developing that, do you do you sketch it all, or you just you block something and just no. see how that responds, or how what's yeah, that process I'm not, like? Yeah, I don't sketch at all. I wish I could actually, but I've never been a 2D person. I can only do 3D. So no, I might I might try out a technique. Mm-hmm. I might just play with the material a bit, see what happens if you wet it, what if you fold it, if you press it, um, and then go from there. Start making something and and see how it goes. <laughs> it's usually the best way just like experiment you know because if you're drawing something you don't know how when you pick up the material how it's going to behave so it's all very well having a a nice drawing but actually to then make it into some make it from something is a different thing so at um london craft week there was a display that um included a piece by mr void and that had a sketch with with it as well was he someone who liked to sketch and then realized or that was a way of communicating with the ideas within the workroom or what was yeah, that Yeah, he definitely did sketch more. Like that was, he was really, I like his sketches, they're really nice. Um, he kind of did a bit of both if I'm honest. I think he liked to do, if he had an idea, he'd do a quick drawing. Um, but he did also work from the materials as well. Um, and that, But his drawings are, are really artistic, so they don't give you a huge idea about what you know, it's quite free, like you can yeah, interpret, interpret it how you like, yeah, exactly, which is nice. Yeah. And when you're sourcing materials, um, are you pulling from stock here, or are you looking outside to see what's out there, or what's that process like? Well, we're so lucky to have so many beautiful things here, so firstly I look here really, um, because all through his life he was collecting lovely things, so we've got all sorts of beautiful straws and felts and all sorts so I think that's usually the starting point um, and then other bits and bobs as well but it's got boxes full of all sorts of treasures so <laughs> it's always exciting I just found in the attic yesterday there's an attic in this building I went up to have a look and I found a huge bag full of beautiful flat felt mouflon like a really long haired it's like it's beautiful and I've got to figure out how to use it because I think it's probably from like the 1940s or 50s when mm-hmm. they used to make a lot of kind of soft hats berets and things but it's not something that I've used before so I've got to think about how to use it I think some beautiful away from the face with the really soft fluff Lovely. <laughs> would be nice <laughs> so, yeah, getting ideas yeah because you're you're in the basement of the building so yeah. is the build the buildings all owned by the Boyd families yes correct? that's right yes exactly yeah. And Mr. Boyd used to have a little flat on the top floor. Oh, lovely. So that's where he used to live when he came to work. <laughs> Not so far away at all. Yeah. <laughs> and do you think that the location, because you're quite close to Harrods and kind of that area of the city, yeah. that um, impacts? Do you have walk by, customers that will just walk by and come in, or it's a customers know to come to you? Um, it's a bit of both. I mean, we're very lucky because we have a nice relationship with the dress shops on the street. So because Mr. Boyd's been in the area such a long time, um, we've, we've kind of built up a relationship with them so they all send people to us to get if they're having an outfit made they'll come to us for a hat which is really wonderful and we do have some passing trade we are a little bit in the basement so some people say we're kind of a well kept secret <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah the area is key to it really which is yeah, why I'm determined to try and stay in the area Absolutely. I hope so Yeah, you have a teaser window though yeah <laughs> just catch a glimpse we get lots of people looking in, uh, kind of peering down at the milliners sewing. <laughs> and we feel like we're kind of in a zoo. It's like sewing away in a Victorian workroom while people go, oh, look at them. <laughs> and what has been one of the most enjoyable pieces that you've created? Oh, there's been so many fun things over the years. 
I mean, we do get asked occasionally to do kind of projects. So we did a mask for the, I think, uh, the elephant family for um, a ball that they did, a charity fundraiser. That was really fun. And then we did a great big hat, um, a spam-shaped hat, for <laughs> which was a hat walk, which was like a Grazia magazine, Mayor of London thing in 2012. That was really fun. Um, where loads of milliners, all these were for all milliners taking part. You know. But Ascot, we usually have a few crazy ones to make as well, which are always quite fun. People who just want to really go for it and with something a bit mad. <laughs> I, I love all making all different ones. You know, I'm quite patient. I like to do the really fiddly, delicate work as well. Like I like to make a really small thing with lots of little tiny flowers on it and make the petals and things. So kind of like a bit of all of it. <laughs> And what is your week? How do you structure your week around the business and get a bit of work-life balance? And how does that work? How does that work <laughs> for you in a, a small business? That's a good question. <laughs> well, I wish I knew the answer to that. <laughs> I would say at the moment, since uh, kind of taking over, um, I almost feel like I live here, yes. to be honest. But that's you know that's getting the business kind of up and running properly under my name. So, um, I mean, I'm very lucky. I love. The business and I love the work and I'm really happy doing it so I don't mind dedicating a lot of my time to it yeah and with your photo shoots what's yeah. your what's your process for that what's your how do you go about oh I really this? enjoy doing photo shoots um we found a lovely photographer Jay Rowden who was um, working with one of the dress shops around here and um he really understands the hats and and like photographs them very well um, so we usually have the collection and we try and think about the feel that we want to go for um, the location and then I just go and do a recce kind of see what's there you kind of don't want too busy a background with hats because they just disappear into the background um, you know we're talking about we're kind of talking about hats for ascot and weddings so it's got to be fairly kind of occasion you know nice not, not too urban. <laughs> and what's next? What's on the plans next for Sarah and the John Boyd brand? Oh, I've got so many ideas. It's exciting. Um, well, first of all, we're probably going to do a little bit of teaching in the winter months. Um, just some really specialist teaching for milliners. Um, or, you know, training milliners. So, like, maybe learning how to dye things or just, like, really niche things here in the shop as well. So that'd be nice and all sorts of other ideas. I want to do a little collection that's inspired by Mr Boyd's drawings, so find out all, find all the drawings from over the years and make a, like, a kind of heritage collection maybe. Uh, oh, I've got lists and lists of plans <laughs> and not enough time to do any of it. <laughs> I've got to make a whole new collection. <laughs> that should be my priority, but um, yeah, I want to kind of do a bit of sorting out in the workroom and make it all fresh and kind of lovely as well, sort that out a bit. Oh, yeah. all ex it's exciting, exciting times, it is exciting times. We miss Mr Boyd but it, it's it's still exciting as well, so yeah, very lucky. It's <laughs> wonderful. I think that's like a perfect end note then. That's good. Thank, Thank you so much that's for having us in your workroom today. It was really nice to meet you, thanks for coming in. Thank you for joining us for this episode. We hope you enjoyed our discussion with Sarah. Wish her all the best with the future of John Boyd Hats. We'd like to thank our Patreon supporters for this podcast, Louise McDonald Milliner and The Essential Hat. If you'd like to become a Patreon supporter of this podcast, we'd love to have your support. 
You can find information on our website or via our link on Instagram. Thank you for joining us again. We hope you have a wonderful day. Happy sewing!